Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a higher trade in grain markets here early on Thursday. It is 6.02 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures up 14.5 cents at 7.47.5. December corn up 7.5 at 6.44.25. May soybeans up 24.5 at 16.96.25. November soybeans up 15.25 at 14.89. May Chicago wheat up 5.75.12.08 last trade. May Kansas City wheat up 29.75 at 11.44.25. May spring wheat is up 30.5 cents at 11.14.5. Half. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review if you have not already. If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. My goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers this year. I think we can do it. Uh, if you need some additional assistance from me, guys, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. You'll get my morning email every single business day, my text message service, my subscriber-only videos, all of my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, it's a monthly deal. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation, nothing like that. I did a subscriber-only video yesterday, of course, regarding the USDA report. I also ran through the ethanol situation. Um, so if you guys are interested in this sort of material, there's a new video every day, uh, tons of data from me every single business day, guys. To get into the news here today, yesterday's USDA report was mostly non-eventful in my view. As expected, USDA reduced its Brazil and Argentina uh, corn and soybean production estimates. There were some small changes made in regard to the Russia-Ukraine situation, uh, their wheat exports. You know, most of those changes when it comes to this Black Sea situation, they will be realized on the, on the new crop balance sheet. And keep in mind, the wheat marketing year ends at the end of May. The new marketing year begins on June 1st. So it's in that marketing year that you're going to see the bigger impact on wheat and on corn. So in regard to global wheat, uh, USDA actually increased its carryout projection yesterday. So there, there was not really a whole lot reflected in regard to that Black Sea situation. USDA did reduce marginally its export projection for Ukraine and Russia in regard to wheat. But uh, the bigger impact, I think, will be on the new crop balance sheet. When you look at the U.S. stuff, uh, USDA increased demand projections for corn via both ethanol and exports. The soybean export number was bumped uh, on the old crop side. USDA actually reduced its export projection for U.S. wheat uh, for the old crop marketing year. But again, most of uh, what you'll see in regard to Russia, Ukraine, and the impact of that uh, should be realized on the new crop balance sheet. Conab uh, was out with its report very early this morning, just a few minutes ago. Uh, 122.7 is their soybean number. 112.3 is their corn number. So both of those numbers a little bit lower versus last month, and both of those numbers uh, lower than USDA's projections yesterday. So just a quick heads up on that report. The Russia, uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine enters its third week. The foreign ministers of the two countries met in Turkey today. This was really like the highest level meeting between the two countries since the invasion began two weeks ago. Uh, news outlets reporting this morning that really no progress was made at all. Uh, markets were volatile yesterday on news of a potential resolution or these talks. I think that's actually why we saw the, the kind of midday sell-off in the grain markets. I don't think that was related to the USDA report. So a resolution here seems less likely today. Russia seems very much unwilling to make any sort of concessions whatsoever. They continue to demand that Ukraine be disarmed and accept a neutral status. Ukraine uh, not on board with any of that. 
U.S. ethanol production improved last week. Weekly output 1.028 million barrels per day. That was up 3% on the week. It was up 9.5% versus the same week last year. It was at this point last year that we were recovering from that blizzard uh, in February of 21, uh, down 1.5% from the same week in 2020. So the production number in terms of ethanol is, is fairly normal here. This is not a bad number. The issue is that ethanol stocks are very, very high. Ethanol stocks in the United States are record high seasonally. And my fear here is that at some point, high gas prices result in uh, drastically reduced consumption of gasoline, which would result in reduced consumption of ethanol. And that's something that could slow the ethanol grind, especially given the fact that ethanol stocks are already very high. USDA actually increased its projection for old crop corn demand via ethanol yesterday. So the things I'm talking about here in regard to the potential for reduced a reduced ethanol grind. Uh, that's not real yet. It's just a possibility. Uh, and USDA says that, hey, we're going to, you know, this is still going to be a good ethanol situation this year. India will sell some of its massive wheat reserves on the export market. India has the second largest wheat stockpile of any country in the world, according to USDA data. They're estimated to have 25 million metric tons. It's like 900 million bushels of wheat left over at the end of the marketing year. So Indian traders are cutting some deals to export wheat here over the last uh, several days, taking advantage of high global prices. India is the world's second largest wheat producer and has had uh, record harvests for five consecutive years. Reuters reports overflowing grain bins at the Food Corporation of India. So you're going to see some uh, wheat shuffled around here in the world given these high prices. It's, it's going to have an impact in a lot of different ways. The United Arab Emirates will encourage fellow OPEC members to increase oil production. Crude oil fell sharply on this chatter yesterday. We've since rebounded. We've seen an enormous range in crude oil this week, like a $27 range. Um, the United Arab Emirates said today, however, that they will not act alone in regard to an increase. So they're only going to pump more oil if OPEC as a whole decides to pump more oil. And I don't think there's much of an update on this situation here yet this morning. Uh, OPEC has resisted calls from the U.S. and elsewhere to increase oil supplies as gasoline prices rise. The U.S. national average gas price rose to a brand new record, 432 per gallon, according to AAA data yesterday. USDA repo reported uh, flash sales of corn and soybean oil yesterday. U.S. exporters sold about 4 million bushels of corn to Colombia for old crop delivery, 20,000 metric tons of soybean oil to an unknown destination for old crop delivery. We will have our weekly export sales report this morning at 7.30. Uh, old crop corn sales expected 500 to 1.2 million. Soybeans 900 to 1.7. Wheat 200 to 400. The cattle market was mostly lower yesterday. A little bit of cash cattle trade noted at 138. Uh, Slaughter number still good, 125,000 estimated yesterday. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher. Uh, the S&P is down 42. The Dow's down 320. Bonds off a little bit. Gold's up 20 bucks. Crude oil up $4.63 in the April WTI, 113.38 last trade there. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you Friday.